Welcome back to the podcast, guys. This is your favorite one and only Legend of Winning, a.k.a. Low, and we're back with another podcast. Agent, introduce yourself, man. You know, so funny. You think I'm actually going to delete that first part, but I'm not. Yo, just I'm, introduce yourself, no, man. No, I'm keeping it in. Hey, what's up, guys? It's the one only Agent Zero, and you can... I'm sorry. This is the double agent you can trust. <laughs> Ain't nobody talk like that, man. What are you talking about, bro? And I sound and a lot more and sophisticated. And we're, and we're back with another My League Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> you messed up my intro then, bro. It was, it was a double agent you could... You don't remember that? Come on, and man. And it's a double agent you could trust. So oh, we're back with crazy. episode 395 of this Los Angeles Laker rebuild. <laughs> hey, I was I was better at rebuilding franchises than 95% of the GMs, bro. That's all I know. Yo, let me, uh, right? real, real quick, an insight. It has nothing to do with what we're talking about the podcast, but this podcast is going to be shorter anyway because there's nothing to really talk about. This man, Agent, he would have stock footages almost of his thumbnails and literally would just change the text in the top right-hand corner, and that would be his thumbnails. And niggas is, would, why are you doing that? Why? Why? What's it's, up? What's it's just, happening, it's just, it's just funny. It's just so crazy, like how YouTube has changed, like the 2K community, because there was a legit moment, a, like a legit, like three to four year moment too. It wasn't even like a one year thing. There was a legit moment where there was a community that allowed people to just BS thumbnails for years, and there everybody was like, "Oh no, this is cool. This is fine." That's are you shit. done? You're go done ahead, now? go, bro. Go ahead, go. Done. That shit's crazy. Okay. With no editing, too. Y'all would just be sitting there playing for hours, and y'all would just like <laughs> just cut to the good parts. Oh my god, trash! Are you done now? You're probably done. Go ahead, point. go. You got it. You got it. You got it. Okay. My bad. My bad for spilling the beans. What? Why you? Why do you say stuff like that, man? <laughs> Come on, bro. Yeah, what's the sponsor of the podcast? Let me chill. Yo, chill out. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, I don't know where to start with what's happened so far. Obviously, we're still waiting on Kawhi to make his decision. Okay, I know where to start now. Um, Agent, you always talk about the Raptors. Fuck off, all right? This is very relevant information right now. Uh, Don't fuck off. Keep listening, valued podcast listeners. Except the people that say that. Just fuck off. Okay, let me stop. Guys, um, the Raptors have gained some steam, it seems, Legend of Winning. What initially began as a very unlikely situation, now we're hearing more murmurs about the Raptors being involved in deals that involve Kawhi. Uh, We mentioned on the last podcast, the deal would have to include one of either DeRozan or Lowry. I don't know why the Spurs would want DeRozan, so I assume Lowry would be that guy. And both of those contracts expire in the 2020 year. Um, And of course, the Raptors have a slew of younger players. I want to ask, man, um, what are the odds this happens? What are the odds... It even makes sense. And what are the odds if it does happen that Kawhi would even be happy in Toronto? Go. It's probably the dumbest rumor I've heard all summer long. But it's not a rumor. It's actual reports. But No. Whatever you want to call it, it's the dumbest thing I've heard. Because on multiple aspects, it just doesn't make any sense. If you're... Why not? Talk to me. Outside of San Antonio receiving a player that's probably top 20 to top 30 range with... Uh, DeMar DeRozan or Kyle Lowry or whoever Top they get. Top 20. Don't even go 30, bro. It's just disrespectful. Come on, man. Mm, I don't know. But it's, especially... DeRozan was you... in the MVP race for most of the season. What do you mean? What and is that? And he's trash. So, and, but, then, but then on top of that, with, with Kyle Lowry, as time continues to progress and he's going to be on a decline, so even if you get a player like Kyle Lowry, okay. he's... 
he's going to slowly decline as well. So I don't necessarily know how that's going to work, but I think, yeah, I think you're right. They're probably going to trade DeMar if they do do that. And I didn't I, say that. I said they would trade Lowry, but all right, keep going, man. But it just outside of the fact that they would possibly get a, a star caliber player, like again, like a top 20 to 30 player in the NBA. Outside of that, it doesn't really make any sense. If you're Toronto, why are you leveraging or why are you gambling your top two players, arguably in franchise history, to receive Kawhi Leonard? It's not arguable. And now, it's arguable. Apparently, I'm turning into you this episode for real because I just I'm slurring up obvious words. It's low. It's obvious, man. LeBron is no longer in the East. They have a chance to. Uh, and actually, it was either Masai or Nick Nurse who said this that uh, they're looking to take advantage of the fact that LeBron is no longer in the East, and they have a fantastic team that only ever loses to LeBron. Okay, so okay let me, yeah, let me let's let's go ahead. let's let's uh, let's let me have a, a real conversation with you. Your team is not good enough to beat Philly nor Boston. That's 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 preposterous, though. It's not it's preposterous. not preposterous Absolutely because that because no because that same LeBron team last year that just swept you all. Struggled to beat a Boston team without Kyrie or Gordon Hayward. That Boston team would destroy you all. This is a fact. How much you want to put on that, Lo? Are you are you going to talk with your wallet or with your mouth? How much you? I don't. I mean, we don't even know if they're going to meet. But if you if you okay. really if you really if they do, we're going to say. Can I say now on the put five hundred dollars, bro, or a thousand? On what? what on what? On what? On which game? How, how many? If they play, if they play a series, the Raptors will win. Actually, we need it. Let's let's let free agency settle. We'll I'm about to say you need you need you need, you need to calm down. You need to calm down for a second because no, I, because if if one player gets traded or whatever, like we want to, we're not going to be like, oh man, I didn't know about that. We don't want that to be an excuse, right? We want this to be a fair, uh, cut and dry deal where I take some of your money. I'm gonna take. I'm disrespectful. A, I'm tired of these articles. And talking about who's the top team in the East, and they got everybody well, but the Raptors. Well, agent, in agent, there. agent. If you if you if you if you're upset, do you need to be upset with your team who rarely shows up in the oh, postseason? Oh, of course. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, it's pathetic how they just crumble every time they exactly. Play. So, like, if you need to be upset and about also, it, it needs to be your team. It's, it's also impressive how the Cavaliers find a way to step up every time they play the Raptors. Kevin Love turned into a fucking low post player against the Raptors. Low, LeBron James, like the man. I don't. I've never seen a player elevate like. Do you see the shot he hit? What was that in game two? I'm like, yeah, damn. Do you see the shots he was hitting from the high post face? All, all of money, those money, things money. can all those things can happen if Kyrie is being guarded by Kyle Lowry. No, no, no. Just don't compare LeBron to any other player in the NBA. Bro, right you're now, you're you're nuts right now if you don't think Kyrie could drop off Kyle Lowry. You're nuts. What are you talking? What are, why are you? Why are you comparing individual matchups right now? No, but what, what I'm, that, but, you're, but you're talking about like individual moments. Kyrie could do that exact same thing. He could easily drop y'all off. He cannot but, do what LeBron does. You just what talked you about, about. You just talked about two individual moments where LeBron was scoring in such a way that put him over the over the top. No, Kyrie he did it the whole this. series. And Kyrie, Kyrie and Kyrie can do that the entire series. Kyrie's Kyle a fine, fantastic closer. I think he's a clutch player. I think he's. The greatest handles in NBA history. I think he's a quick player. I think he has one of the best three-point shots in the NBA. All of that I agree. But he is not as dominant as LeBron. So that comparison already is uneven, dude. Anyway, your team isn't good enough to beat the Celtics, nor are they good enough to beat the... um. The, the 76ers. That's just rude when you say the 76ers. That's just disrespectful. No, they're, they're not, they're not good enough to be either one of those teams. And if, if I'm, if, really if I'm Toronto, you're risking a lot giving up. Your two, one of your two best. So that's that's the question, right? Is it worth buying the bird I don't, rights, I don't, giving up all those? I don't think it is. I don't. I don't think it's worth. I don't think it's just worth 
getting a player that shows no interest in staying on that roster. Because if the, if the idea that Kawhi is going to be able to get to the finals or his odds of getting to the finals raises significantly if he goes to Toronto, he could literally go to any team in the East and that would happen as well. So if that's the case, why would he not just go to Philly or why would he not just go? Hell, I would even argue he could go to Miami and would go deeper with Miami than he would go with um, why you, Toronto. Why are, you, why are you Why are you going out of your way to be disrespectful to this podcast? Man? I'm just I'm just saying I'm, it's not it's not. I don't think to to Kawhi making it to the finals is as impressive as like a lot of people continue to make it out to me because really that was just a LeBron thing. Let's just be honest with ourselves. Keeping up with finals appearances. Finals? Did you say the finals or the playoffs? No, no. Keeping up with finals appearances. I've never heard that until LeBron fans started to keep count of that shit. That is Bron sexuals that, or right. Bron Bron sexuals, but that's only something that like they keep count of. At the end of the day, people are trying to actually win the championship. And if I'm in Toronto, I do not believe that I can actually win a championship. And if it's just me trying to get to the finals, I feel like I can do that with any team or almost any team in the East. So I'll be better off just doing that anyway. So this is interesting to me because when there's all this pressure of winning championships. And we're sitting here talking about, oh, he has the best chance if he goes to this team and this team would make the most sense. I'd be surprised if he went to this team because he should go to this team and this team instead. And maybe those same guys having these exact conversations, they're going to turn around the second Kawhi decides to go to a quote-unquote super team, and then they're going to complain the parody is gone. Yo, I'm convinced people, well, this is obvious, people in life just act selfishly for their own interests all the time. They will never act for your best interest unless it's like your mother or your father. That's it. That's the only time. Golden State fans do not have a problem with parity in the NBA. And whatever team Kawhi goes to, those fans will have no problem with parity in the NBA. Until, of course, they play Golden State and lose. I was about to say, I don't I don't think Kawhi is tipping the scale unless he goes to L.A. with LeBron. I don't think he's tipping the scale himself. So that's what I'm saying. If he goes to L.A., Laker fans are going to be ecstatic. Those same guys that were like distraught, angry, they're gonna be like, "Oh, Demarcus went to that team." Like, but agent, they had the greatest team of all time, and then they also won the championship. And then he added to that, and then they're gonna think of all these excuses to try and say, try and claim that what I'm saying now is invalid. But in reality, if they were Golden State fans, or if they were the ones in this case trying to build that super team, is perfectly fine. And then the rest of the 25 teams are just sitting here like, "Wow, we're just." Never going to get a chance because all these top players just are so concentrated on the same four fucking teams every single year. And that's perfectly fine. I'm just bringing that up because I just, the way, the way you're talking, you sounded like you were a little, you were a little mischievous in your words, man. You were, you were looking forward to Kawhi going to the Lakers. And I think that's hypocritical, though, for all the Laker fans. I mean, I don't, let, I'll say this about Kawhi going to the Lakers. A, I really don't think it's going to happen. Uh, at least, at least I don't think it's going to happen this year unless this, this, the Spurs were going to have to get like really, really desperate, which is possible. Um, but my hopes are not up for him to get there, um, this, this season, mainly because I really want to see what Brandon Ingram looks like for at least one more season. Cause I do believe there's something there with BI. Um, but two more importantly, the only reason why I would like Kawhi on the Lakers is because it, it for sure gives us a player who will be in the conversations of being a top 10 player for the next five, possibly seven years. That's something that you will not have with LeBron because he more likely won't be in the NBA after this contract is up. So that that's the problem. I don't think so. 
Uh, you're right. Sorry. I mean, there, but there's, there's a possibility. But I mean, he, even if he is, he, I don't believe he'll be still in the conversation as being a top 10 player that deep into his career when he's, I think, like 38, 39. And so because of that, I, I, I would love to have Kawhi because I know for a fact that Kawhi and what he brings is already a top 10 caliber player. And we haven't yet found that. And quite frankly, I don't even think any of the players on the team have that level of talent just yet. There's a possibility that Lonzo and, like I said before, Brandon Ingram could potentially have it. That's the reason why I would like to see them for another year or so. But it would just it would have it would give me a, a level of comfort that for the next several seasons we'll be heading in the right directions. Um, the the reason I think he's going to the Lakers low is because. When a player comes out, well, he didn't say it publicly, but through all the reports, he wants to play for L.A. because I think he can not only live the life of a fucking Laker. I mean, it's California, right? Fantastic weather. But on top of that, you're making a boatload of money, max deal. And there was reports that the Lakers, Magic Johnson said that he wants to make sure that there's enough uh, free, there's enough cap space for next offseason to sign a big free agent for a max deal as well, whether that ends up being Kawhi or not. So that might actually, he might have just been saying that to put pressure on the Spurs. Because I, I don't know if you know it's low. I think it was just today Kawhi qualified for the Supermax Super Duper deal where he makes a boatload of money. Um, but I think that the fact that not only is he unhappy with San Antonio, which, well, I mean, it's been a very long time. Maybe Steven Jackson be the last time somebody was unhappy with their situation with San Antonio, especially with Greg Popovich there. But on top of that, he wants to leave. There was that whole controversy you can't forget about last year where he refused to play even though he was cleared. And then there was rumors that the they made they let him play too early last season and they potentially almost ruined his career. And are you going to spend Supermax on a guy who just had a massive injury and who hasn't got a chance to come back and play? And on top of all of that risk, the dude wants to be a Laker. Why would you in your right mind, whether you're the Raptors, the Celtics, the 76ers, if you're anybody but the Lakers, why would you want a guy who wants to play for another team, right? Yeah. That's crazy. But there, I mean, I remember also hearing, just to be devil's advocate, that Kobe Bryant, before he was drafted as a Laker, was, was excited about the prospect of being a potential Celtic. So there's always that potential that you'll be in the city and he not only will he grow and appreciate that city, but, I mean, he was a lifelong Laker. So, but in that situation, on your rookie contract, you have more than just one year to grow love a city, to, to, to build roots in that city, which would make it more challenging for you to leave in the future if you desire. That's just what I'm thinking. So I think he will end up a Laker, though. I think if you're the, there was, I mean, a lot of GMs do this. They like to wait until trade deadline just to see how players perform to get more information before they make a decision. I think that's what the Lakers will do. I'll be surprised if a deal happened before the season began. I think it would also give the Lakers, it would reduce their risk a lot because they would get a chance to see him play. And if he's not playing like how he played uh, before Zaza Pachip shot, as Skip Bayless calls him, took him out, then you know you get a chance to see him play and analyze his game at the NBA level. I'm not talking about practice. I'm not talking about what he did in the gym or what he might do in preseason. So you reduce the risk that way. You get a chance to see if Brandon Ingram is really all that. How much can he really improve? I saw a video today of Brandon Ingram and LeBron dapping each other up. And what could have been, I don't know if it was, maybe their first time maybe seeing each other as teammates. 
Anyway, that's just how I see it. I would. I don't even see him going to another team anymore. Celtics rumored that they they're they, they're not bidding hard for Kawhi anymore, and the talks are slowly quieting down. Chances are, chances are low, but he's eventually gonna be a Laker, and then those same guys who are mad that Golden State has this crazy team are gonna be like, yes, yes, we have Kawhi, and it'll be at the sacrifice of. Some incredibly young talent. Which, by the way, could pay off, right? Andrew Wiggins was traded to bring in Kevin Love in that whole deal. And I thought it was going to be a massive mistake. But they were able to pull out at least one championship from it. So I think that was a success. Plus, on top of that, I don't think Andrew Wiggins is really living up to like all the hype. Let me stop there. Like, yeah, I'm about to say, yeah. That's, cause, yeah, yeah cause, let me, like, I don't want to get into that. Yeah, let's not, let's not, let's not, let's not, let's not lay into Andrew Wiggins right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's not do that, man. That's very unnecessary. We could agree. Yeah, but shout out to Kawhi, man. I, I mean, it wouldn't, I wouldn't mind him on the Lakers at all. It's just that I'm just trying to be realistic. And, um, hopefully everything works out for the Lakers. But even, even with him on the team, I just don't feel like it, it would heavily sway the Lakers, um, into a situation, especially, especially if we don't get rid of that dang contract. If we're able to get rid of that dang contract to get and get Kawhi, and even if we had to give up Brandon Ingram in the process, that would be a big move because, like you said before, we would have more this, than bro. You're gonna have to give up Kuzma and no oh, stop, stop. Picks, we right had this conversation. Guy, some swaps, but, but like you said, Kawhi would be coming off the books next year, and we would have his bird rights through the trade. And because of that, because him and Dang's contract would be off the books at that point, because again, Dang will be in San Antonio, we would have. A lot of money to go after another really solid player. Um, so yeah, I, I, I like that. I like those odds. Um, if that ends up happening for us to kind of build a team to put LeBron and the Lakers in a really good chance to win really soon, but who knows? You won't ever beat Golden State. You know that, right? I don't, I don't know. I, I can't. Like, who would you have to add to the team after Kawhi where you would say like, okay, the Lakers are better? I think if we can add a legit, Cause I think people are trying to go small and they're trying to like keep up with him. I think if we add a legit, um, another two or, or possibly if we add a legit five, I think we'll be fine. Now who that five would be, I don't necessarily know, especially since DeMarcus Cousins is kind of out of the conversation right now, but, or at he's least he, he's, he's out of, he's, wait, wait, yo, he let me, let me say that he's out of the conversation until we see Next him year. like kind of come back. So I don't, I don't know. It, it would be interesting, but I, yeah, I, I don't think that we're that far off from competing. Let's say you get Anthony awards. Davis, but you gave up Kuzma, Hart, and three first round picks. So it'd be AD, LeBron, and Kawhi, and Lonzo at the point, and I guess I guess another year KCP. Yeah, that's not that bad. I might even think if you had AD, that the Lakers would be better, and that's and that's saying a lot because Golden State is. Crazy. No, I think I think that'll be enough. But I don't know. We'll, we'll see though. I don't you know, I don't I don't want to get too much into the back and forth about the, the what is with Kawhi because it is still ongoing and I'm surprised like I'm surprised that like that is still ongoing. I'm still I'm surprised that Clint Capella has still not signed with a team yet. And it's almost That's as if like yeah. no one is really talking about it anymore because the the Houston Rockets are in a very interesting situation. They paid Chris Paul and I love Chris Paul, but I would argue it's they overpaid for Chris Paul 
and they don't really want to spend that much money on Clint Capella, but they're kind of forced to because they end up losing both Trevor Reza and Luke Bamute. So they took a massive hit on the defensive end, but they still like the space of Flora, which is something Clint Capella doesn't do, but you can't lose three great defensive players. Well, not, let me not say great, but three really solid defensive um, pieces to your team all in one offseason and believe that that same type of defensive mentality that allowed you to get away with some poor shooting performances throughout the season is going to show itself again throughout the next season. So the Capella thing is so interesting to me because I'm surprised that no one hasn't really tried Houston yet because certain team like Sacramento tried the Bulls when they gave that ridiculous contract to Zach Levine and the Bulls had to react to it. I don't know why no one is trying Houston right now with Clint Capella. What if people find out that Clint Capella was just like he was able to benefit from the circumstances and that playing around hard in such a magnet, he was able to not only be an offensive threat, throwing up a lot of oops, and but obviously the defensive anchor for the team and what was one of the best defensive teams in the NBA last year, if we're being honest. What if people just find out like twenty five million is just too much a year. But what it but is that Capella. is that not what a lot of bigs do in today's league? Because a lot of bigs, the like especially the Rudy Gobert's and the DeAndre Jordans, it's a lot of pick and roll, them offensively being set up by perimeter players, especially the point guards or whoever is the ball handler, and then their true value is felt on the boards and defensively. And in my opinion, Clint Capella He's a better switcher on the pick and roll than DJ is. He's not, I don't think he's as good as a, um, uh, a rim protector or someone who anticipates the, the blocks as well as Gobert or even DJ at times as well. But he still fits within that realm of being a solid rim runner, great athleticism, nice hands. I don't, I mean, that, that's what you, it's weird because I mean, that, that's, that's what the big man is in today's league. The problem with that, though, is that, and I heard a lot of people saying this as well, the problem with Clint Capella is that he's obviously not going to be your first, and especially on Houston, not even going to be your second best player, but he's extremely key to what you have on that roster. And because of the spike that happened in 2016, there's so many players right now that are receiving a ridiculous amount of money. For example, Tristan Thompson, Timothy Mozgov. And so if you are DeAndre, or also um, Bismarck Biombo. So if you're, De- if you're um, Clint Capella, you should be believing that, okay, if Clint Capella's just, uh, if I'm, I'm all over the place. If you're Clint Capella and you're looking at Bismarck Biombo and you're saying to yourself, he's just, he's getting paid 17 million a year. I better not get paid. I better not get offered anything below at least 20, which would make sense to me, especially if you're going to be a starter. But Biombo got signed in the era where everybody thought the cap was going to explode. But see, but that, so but that, I, I agree with you. That's what I'm saying. That's the problem is that. Clint Capella is looking at the the market value of what his talents brings, and financially speaking, at bare minimum, if Bismack Biombo is getting seventeen million, I think in his mind it would be ridiculous that he would be paid roughly around the same amount of money as Bismack Biombo. That just doesn't make any sense. And what did D- and what, did, what what contract did DJ just get? That's another thing too. Do you mean DeAndre Jordan? Yeah. You said DJ. Yeah. Cause D, cause he just he just got he he just went to the Mavs, and it feels like and I could be mistaken, but I, I feel like he's getting paid over twenty plus million. So all of these uh, teams are all these all these teams are playing paying players that play extremely similar to your playing style. 
they're getting over twenty plus million. It's twenty four million a year with the Mavs. So there's I, that's again, there's just no way that I'm Clint Capella and I'm not receiving around that same ballpark, especially because my but my this late into free agency, like you know, not many teams have enough money to throw around like that. See what I'm saying? I, so, I agree with what you're saying. Might. I agree with what you're saying. But the team that can is a team that drafted me, that has my bird rights, and that can keep me. That's the team that needs to be giving me the money. But if there was teams to bid against them, I'm sure they would the same way. Zach Levine would not have got that money if the Kings didn't go crazy. Which is, But, but again, right? it goes back to my point. I'm surprised that no one, and I, and I don't know if it's people who are just overlooking this, but I'm surprised that no one hasn't tried them. I'm surprised no one hasn't come out and say, you know what, Clint Capella, I actually, I actually wouldn't mind having Clint Capella on my roster, and I'm willing to legit pay him 20 to 22 million dollars. And I don't think that they're going to, I mean, if they, if they match it, then they match it, but I don't think they are, so I'm just going to call them out on it. Meanwhile, like, the Magic and the, the Nets, they're just, what the what are they what are they doing? Like because we have Clint Capella here just chilling as a free agent and looking for his bag. The Magic sent Bismack Biombo and two future second round picks to Charlotte and got Mozgov back. So I, I think they have a lot of similarities. Their contracts are all literally almost identical. They both expire at the same time as well. And so I they're just Going back and forth between one incredibly overpaid center to another incredibly overpaid center. And go ahead, get your bag, man. But we knew when both those players were signed that it was it was reckless. And um, the Lakers found, luckily found a way to move Mozgov. And I guess the Magic just quickly moved Biombo when they had an opportunity. But holy, they gave away two extra second-round picks to do it, too. How much better is Mozgov? I think offensively, a little bit more versatile than Biombo. But defensively, Biombo has the edge. I would even say, though, that I think Capella is like Biombo on steroids. Where Biombo is a good defender, I think Capella is a great defender. Where Biombo lacks offensively, so does Capella, but he still finds ways to get involved, and I think he has great hands and awareness. But still, 15, 17 million is, is a little too much. We got, we got the Nets out here making moves for, uh, I can't believe it. I can't believe it, man. Yeah. There's people that sign these people to these kinds of contracts. I get if you're a small market team and you're struggling to get talent, but Jesus, man. The Magic, when they the, when they paid $50 million for Biombo, I knew the, the one and only Masai Ujiri was not going to match that. Well, as much as you might love Biombo, because they're being reckless. What are you doing? It's $15 million, man? He was playing for the bench, man. He was making it like 15, 20 minutes a game. He was an energy player. Anyway. True. And, and, and you know what's so crazy? And, and speaking of, this is actually a really good transition. Speaking of matching people, I mean, th- the same thing just happened to the Milwaukee Bucks, who were kind of forced in a situation of, and this is also a very interesting story that I think many people overlooked as well. Wait, what happened to the Bucks? The Bucks just lost Jabari Parker to Chicago. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. We were talking about that and last so, one. What you, know, you think, though? And I, I mean, we're, we're obviously going to get more into, in detail with it, but it's just it's interesting that Jabari, who... Is coming off of really back-to-back seasons that ended early due to injuries, or he was or shortened due to an injury. The fact that even a team like Chicago was willing to take a risk on Jabari and kind of force Milwaukee's hands not to match the offer with something—I don't know—I don't know how reasonable 
I mean, 20, I think it was like two year, 40 million. So two years. And then the second year is actually a team option. If I'm not mistaken, I don't know how ridiculous that is, but if I'm Milwaukee, I might actually do that. If I'm Milwaukee, I might actually just match that, especially if it's just a two year deal in the second year is nope. a team option. If, if, if the second nope. year, if the second year is a team option, why I would do that. Why are we still judging Jabari Parker based off of his potential when he was a rookie? The guy continuously gets injured. And it sucks. It's incredibly unfortunate. But even when he's healthy and playing, he's not playing like no $20 million a year player. He just isn't. I wouldn't even pay him $15 million. In fact, if you gave me a contract and said Jabari will play for $12 million, I'd have to consider. I don't know. I get that the Bucks fans love him. <laughs> and it was, I don't know, Lo, if you saw the game <coughs> when he came back and like the whole crowd was going wild. Mad excited for him. Of course, you know, they were hoping he would stay healthy and he was having trouble with it, but just welcoming him back onto the court. I get that. But he must be one of the most, like, I don't know if the word is, like, overrated, because I don't know if he is overrated. Maybe overhyped? Because that's, that's not even in the conversation for me paying $20 million for Jabari Parker, especially when you have Chris Middleton right there, who's way leaps and bounds better. On defense and especially on offense. Who's proved last year that you don't need a Jabari Parker on the team. It's fantastic to have depth, but not for $20 million a year. Not when it can hinder the flexibility. Lo, believe it or not, players want to play with other great players, right? We've seen it in the NBA. That's why super teams exist. Giannis is a great player. I think the Bucks have a potential to build around him in a way that we haven't really seen before. We haven't seen a player like Giannis, and I think that... Players that are second, like, we we know there's first options. Those second and third options on championship teams, they'll eventually come rolling around. And when you got $20 million locked down on Jabari Parker over the next two years, you're, you're restricting yourself. But it's really and but it's really just one year, though. Was it was it a team option yeah, for it was, the second? Yeah, it was, it was a team option for the second. That's the reason why I'm like, if, if you can... Even then, bro, like... It's just it's just one year, and I understand what you're saying, but it's just interesting that like no one didn't do that. And if another thing is that if you if you're if you are the Bucks and you're not really going to run into an opportunity to have a player like that unless you just find a steal in a draft, which is definitely possible. And uh, who's talking about Jabari? Yeah, like uh, Jabari. Yeah, he's not a good. He's like a 75 overall player. Stop! When, stop when, when, this guy when, out, when, no, when, no, when, when healthy though, I feel like he could be a, a solid contributor. How many? I mean, he how, could be. He could be. Could be. Could be. How, could how many? Be. I mean, because nothing. How many? How many people do you think that they're going to run across? And, and being dead ass serious, especially because now they they have to they have to make sure they clear up the cap to go add these pieces as well. How many people do you believe they can just run across and add to their roster that's going to give them a consistent? Let's just say 15 points per game and be playing at the, the three and the four and that can space out the floor, shoot around 37% from the field and give you around seven to eight. You rebounds. know who I'd rather have than him, Lowell? Who? Ellington. Who was sitting there? The yeah, very, very true. Watchy, I think. Very true. Wayne, I, think I don't Miami know why. Picked I, him up if I'm not mistaken. I don't know why Wayne Ellington stayed around so long as well. And I think he went back to Miami for like the veterans minimum. So I, I, I I'm not saying that there weren't other options out there. Because there definitely were other options out there. All I'm saying is if you're Milwaukee and you're a small market team, you just took a massive... That's a massive risk that you just took allowing Jabari to just walk. But I think they can do that because as long as they have Giannis, 
I think players but that, don't but that play team, with but that team last year wasn't that good. They weren't good at all. Yeah, yeah. That that team last year wasn't that good, and I don't necessarily know how much more talent you can add around that team because Chris Middleton was solid last year, especially in a postseason. Brogdon, he was stagnant, but still was a consistent thirteen point scorer, and they decided to go after Eric Bledsoe, which I believe was kind of crazy. But they decided to go after Eric Bledsoe. And none of that really works. Like, none of that really works. And having a player like Jabari, and I'm not making it seem like he's... I'm, I'm definitely not trying to make it seem like he's a first option on the team or anything like that. But still, having someone like Jabari, who even if he's coming off the bench and he's giving you 15 points a game, shooting 38% from behind the arc. Like, I don't... I just don't know how many players you're going to come across like that that are willing to go to the Milwaukee Bucks in free agency. Like, I really just don't know. I mean... We didn't know that there was... If you told me that five years ago you can get all these fantastic players and free agents going to the Cavaliers, I'd be like, why? What right? fa- what, 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 fa- what fantastic players? They've been plenty. Who? Right? It was a Kyle Corver trade. You get Richard Jefferson. But, that's, but those uh, are trades. Those that, are trades. They had all kinds of veterans. That's why they're the oldest teams because LeBron just recruited all the veterans that knew what they were doing, like Ray Allen. I think Dante Jones is on there for a bit, unless I'm mistaken. Ray Allen was uh, never on there. What are you talking about? Ray Allen was with LeBron, bro. I'm talking about, you talking about, what you call it? Was he not with LeBron with the Cavs? You're bugging right now. He was. And then there was rumors he was going to retire and he might come back. And then he never came back. What? Unless I'm bugging OD. You're bugging. What, here's what I'm trying to say. The Cavaliers, is they're not a big team. But they noticed that they had an opportunity to win championships to cruise in the East and to play with LeBron James. And so plenty of players took it. Listen, it's not very... When you get a call from LeBron and LeBron's like, yo, listen, I want you on the team. We can get you paid like this. But but what's his name doesn't have that type of a clout, though? Let's just be honest with ourselves. He does. As long as you're a franchise player no, for a team. You no, got that he doesn't clout. have that type of clout, no. And I got to check if Ray Allen played for the Cavs right now. No, Ray Allen never played for the Cavs. I don't know what you're talking about. He, he doesn't have that type of a clout. And even if he does... I, I don't know. It's just... Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're, you're you're stupid. That's what you are. It's just weird. It's just weird <laughs> to me. And all, I'm just saying this. It's just weird to me that if you are a small market team, you're only given a small window of opportunity to actually build something substantial. Because as soon as you get one of the better players in the NBA, which is uh-huh. what Giannis is, and he's able to consistently lead you to a playoff appearance. That means that your odds of getting a high draft pick goes down considerably, goes down considerably, and it makes it just more difficult for you to continue to build. And again, it's not, I'm not saying they can't find any steals in the middle of the draft or in late in the first round, because it's obviously a a multiple, uh, multiple franchises have done that before. But when you have that on your team anymore and you're telling me that you're not willing to just pay one more year of just $20 million, Especially when it's it's not like it's gonna. I mean, it's it could I mean, it could kill you. There's also the possibility, though, that he just didn't want to go back. There's that too. What do you mean? Maybe he was maybe he was restricted. He was no, he was a restricted free agent. He had no choice. I I understand that, but he might be. Listen, if I was a player that played for a team, and I love the fans and I love the city. And the team, for whatever reason, wasn't giving me an offer that I felt like was reasonable for my worth to that organization. I might feel some kind of way. Whether or not he acted on that, I'm just saying. There might be other, whatever. Regardless, if they didn't re-sign Jabari, which they didn't, 
it probably means that they have a plan, a vision of what they want their team to look like. And at some point this season, they're going to try and make a move. And when they do, they don't want to have 20 million sitting there doing nothing but giving you 15 points per game, which we could easily agree is not $20 million worthy. Anyway, um, I had to pull up a basketball reference. Okay, but okay, but on, on, on the flip side, Look, what, what does this mean for Chicago? Because in my opinion, uh, if you're if, if I'm a Chicago fan, this is also a, a very risky thing as well because I just gave um Zach Levine money and I don't know what he's gonna do. How much was his deal? Was it four year twenty million? No, no, no. Uh I gotta I'm double checking real quick. But I just gave Zach Levine I, was- I just gave Zach Levine money and I don't know what I'm really gonna get out of him. Then I just gave um Jabari Parker money, Jabari. and I don't know what I'm going to get out of him either. Like I don't, like, and they're both injury prone. Yeah, it's too. it's it's yeah. it's risky on both ends. I'm I don't the whole and, and there's a lot of Bulls just, fans who will believe like they made like a great signing and they're doing solid <laughs> things. It's every yeah. I mean not 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 saying that this can't work out for you because it definitely can, but it's something that's extremely risky because you just signed two players to deals that may not be able to even produce next season or even if they are it will be on with with little to no um with benefits to the actual record that you have and um I'm looking at Zach Levine's offer it was a 4 year 78 million dollar contract so yeah okay I don't necessarily know what they're doing either. I was right, man. What are you talking about, Lo? What? People do go to small market teams as long as they have a chance at a champion. I'm just going through basketball reference looking at the roster since LeBron got there. Like, on top of the fact that, like, just he added veterans on but, veterans. But that's, like, but that's, year, that's LeBron. Sean Marion, that's, that's LeBron. Go Mike to, Miller. Go to, another, go to another team that did not feature the LeBron. Nec- literally the next year, though, they added not only Channing Fry, go to another team, Jones, go to another team, Mo that, go to another team that's not in the next feature year, LeBron. Kyle Korver was Stop. added. They added Mike Dunleavy, Darren Williams. I'm just saying, there's, go he's, to he's, another not, team that does not feature LeBron. It's a small market team. Uh, Okay, let me think. That's what I need you to do because I don't know of any small market team that is just adding okay. a whole bunch of pieces. OKC. There we go. Got my answer. OKC has had talent with them. And now they've definitely lost talent due to, I think, poor management. But they've attracted talent, too. And I think... And they draft fantastic, by the way, for a team that would sketchy manager. Drafting is A1, A2, A3. I think with them and the Spurs, they had the best. All I'm trying to say is... I don't agree... Just because you're a small market. I do agree that you do have a small window. And you definitely have some disadvantages. It's like being a black man in the world, Lo. <laughs> wow, this guy. Analogies. But you still have chances where you can strike and you hit gold. And I think that's what the Bucks have. And there's no player in the NBA like him. And we all agree. Do we agree he's a top 10 player? He might even be top 5. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's fine. I just don't. I really, I, I just, I have a hard time really. People want to play with a top five player. DeMarcus went to play with who? Anthony Davis. Say it with me now. Oh, how DeMarcus, many examples DeMarcus do you didn't need? go there. He was traded there. All right. But listen, man, he definitely had some sort of input in the transaction, my no, guy. No, he did not. Didn't just throw his ass. Stop. You think he wanted to play for the Kings stop. his whole life, though? You think stop. that's what it was? Stop, stop. It was in his cards stop. to just lose stop. and be miserable. Agent. Stop. You in have Sacramento? no idea what you're talking about. He did not have any input. I know exactly on that. what I'm talking no, about. No, he didn't. Stop. 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 Please stop. Please stop. I've stopped. 
As a side note, there's a. I know this is. Are the Spurs a small market team? I'm just asking for a friend. Uh, I guess so. I don't know. I guess yeah. Yeah, why wouldn't they be? Because they've been yeah. murdering it. Yeah. Why? Why? Okay, this has nothing to do with anything. There, there's a sale going on on Target. I, what? I know this has nothing. <laughs> there's a sale going on on Target right now that is giving ridiculous. This is ridiculous. I need. I need. Low, uh, I know. Target came to Canada for a few years, and that shit flopped. And they had this like fire sale when they were leaving, like they're out of business in Canada. Yeah. And they had shit for so cheap. My guy, I went in there and I bought a $30 PSN card for $20. I don't even know why that was on sale. But that's what I did. And it was, everything was on sale. So it can't be better than what we had like two years ago. I just put, but I just right. put something in the chat. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. And, and, and again, I, I want to wrap up on the whole Jabari going to, um, Chicago because a, a lot of people ask me that. Again, let's, let, I'm going to be optimistic. If you're running a lineup that features Chris Dunn, which I will say that Chicago has a lot of answers that they have to, um, a lot of questions they need answers to. Let me say that. They need, they have a lot of questions they need answers to. A lot of which obviously on a defensive end, as really nobody on that team is going to play great defense outside of, um, Wendell Carter has, has potential to be a, a solid defender in the, in the near future, hopefully. And then also, uh, Robin Lopez is going to be on that team for another season as well. So those are your two defenders. However, Chris Dunn has shown little to no progress as an individual over the last year or two. And I've said that as well, but I know he's been injured as well, but that, that's part of the problem with, with Chris Dunn. And then that's also a problem with Zach Levine. You don't know what, what exactly you're going to get out of him. Then you just got Jabari Parker, who you're more than likely going to play at the three. He's suffering from injuries. Laurie Marketing showed a lot of promise last year. I don't necessarily know how much that's going to grow, but if it does, that would be great. However, he's he's still not a great defender. And again, at the five, you have um, Robin Lopez and then Wendell Carter. There's a lot of questions that they need answered, but they just spent a lot of money on players that you don't know what the answer is yet. And they have to make these, um, they got to get these answers sooner than later, especially because Zach Levine. So why do they get rid of Miritich? Because I think Miritich is better than all those players. But see, I think, I think the, the ceiling for marketing is higher than Miritich. So there was no need to keep both of them on the floor with one another. But there's definitely more you could have got back. Holy, the dude was murdering it the second, well, while he was there and after he left. But see, I don't, but see, also, I don't, I don't think, I don't think the way he played in New Orleans, especially in the postseason, I don't think that can happen if he plays in Chicago because a huge reason why he was able to perform like that in New Orleans in the postseason is because Anthony Davis is on the roster and it just makes sense for him to be there. There's nobody on that team. And on top of that, Rondo and Drew Holiday were the points. There's nobody on the Bulls team that is sufficient enough to be a consistent score to allow him to get the open looks. I agree though that they could have definitely gotten more because I think Chicago just got a whole bunch of players that they end up just waving anyway. I think they just I think they waved Jameer Nelson and um Tony Allen regardless. And they got a first round pick out of it as well, but that really didn't turn out to be anything either if I'm not mistaken. So even though yes they they definitely could have gotten a little bit more out of it. I think they, they decided to just move on because they knew for a fact it wasn't going to work with both him and marketing. And so, also, uh, also add on top of the fact that this year, um, Mirtich is going to be an expiring contract. So they were probably going to lose him anyway. So they just thought about getting something in return, which was a draft pick. But I mean, I, I just don't think that him and him and marketing on the floor with one another doesn't make any sense. 
Well, I think now I have a huge problem. That's not just risk. Yo, that team lacks a lot of defense. Yeah, it, it lacks a lot of defense. <laughs> it, it lacks like it they, lacks when a they lot run of across Golden State, they're getting murked. Any team with decent offense, uh, Pelicans, they get murked. Right, Raptors destroyed more than any other team because their offense is a one. Unless it's the playoffs, but we're playing in the regular season. Any team, name a team, decent offense, you're probably gonna lose. You have to start outscoring teams with that team, though. And I don't know how much outscoring those guys can do. That's just me, though. Yeah, they, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily know what they're. I don't know because if I'm, I mean, you, I mean, you, you basically like, like we said, you're, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to like depend on offense. And I don't think anybody on that team is good enough offensively to be a consistent option. So I, I don't know. That's <laughs> that's gonna you be. You think tough. they should trade for Joakim Noah so they could have a lot of over like the. The most overpaid players of any team in the league. Stop. That'd be smart. Stop. What do you stop. think, Lo? Eighteen million at the center. They got twenty million uh, at uh, what's Small his name? Forward. Zach Levine. They got Jabari with the twenty million now. Listen, they might. Hey, cut uh, Markinen's rookie contract off. Pay that guy max now. You see what I'm saying, Lo? <laughs> Is that possible at all? Has any team tried to do that, or are they all just trying to save money? Is that possible on the CBA? Can you say, like, nah, fuck your rookie contract. We're giving you the big bucks right now, my guy. Void that contract. You get in this contract. If I'm not mistaken, if, it was, if I'm not mistaken, that's what, um, not exactly, but I think that's the Derrick Rose rule where, because Derrick Rose was the MVP and Blake Griffin as well, if there's certain things that you are able to accomplish within your rookie contract, they're able to restructure it and give you more money than what you're supposed to. Who, who got, did Derrick Rose get MVP in his rookie contract? Yeah. He was in the league at what, 08? Right or 09? Oh, I think it was Derrick Rose, Anthony Davis, and Blake Griffin. They were all. If you I think if you either either you don't win, either you win MVP or you're selected to like two All NBA teams within your rookie contract. Wait, they were in the same draft? No, no. I'm just saying this is these are the players that forced okay, that rule. Yeah. So it's either you, you have to be um. What was I saying? You either have to be an MVP or well. win. I'll be selected to two All NBA teams within your rookie contract. Two, holy jeez, the standards are high for a four year rookie contract. Sometimes it's three years in a qualifying. So yeah, yeah. D, D Rose, D Rose in his third year won MVP. So yeah, that was his rookie contract. Yep. That is insane. That is insane. Yep. When when did Jordan win win his first MVP? I gotta find out. I think he was like five years in. What was he? He was drafted in eighty four. Um. Yeah, was he? Okay. Let's okay. check Wiki real quick. I know Wiki got the answers. But I mean, yeah, it's yeah. I mean, that Derrick Rose was the youngest MVP winner. I mean, this, this nineteen ninety one. Not well, that's Finals MVP. I apologize. I'm about to say what? <laughs> there's. I mean, there's there's been players who won the MVP in their rookie season though. So I mean, I don't know why you're who. Will Chamberlain did. Okay, if you play. When there was eight teams, it doesn't count. Jordan's first MVP was 88. Okay, four years. Wow, that's impressive. My God. And it's not even like when Derrick Rose did it, there was like little competition. Like, yo, LeBron in his prime. Kobe's just leaving his prime. Like, God, man. That's insane he won it that early. Let me just reflect on that real quick. No, he he trash. He trash. He trash. Let me chill out. Um, <laughs> he just pissed off like yeah, 30% so of people listening. Yo, shout out to Chicago though. I mean, they, they took a risk 
It could pay out for them. They end up having Jabari on their roster. Aren't, aren't they better off just flopping again this year out of curiosity, though? That's what I would do if I was them. I mean, you you can. I mean, you definitely can. But it's just that, again, you, if you keep flopping, like I said before, there's, there's, there's a lot of questions that need some answers to them. And, and um, Dunn, Dunn's contract is coming up next. And if you don't figure out, like, what exactly you're doing with Chris Dunn at the point guard position, that can also be problematic. Which I, I vividly remember when they made that trade, and I was trying to tell people like, man, Chris Dunn, bro, he's not he's not that good. If if Chris Dunn, especially because he spent four <laughs> years in college, Chris Dunn was a player that if he did not show any improvement or any type of promise within his rookie year, he just wasn't going to be that good of a player. And I know he was hurt, but I, I don't, I just don't, I don't see it with Chris Dunn. I really don't. Yeah, I don't. I actually don't. Hey, if you play four years in in college, my guy, if I was a GM, I'd think twice about like signing you, especially as like uh, top ten, top ten pick in the draft. Facts, facts, facts. Because to be, because because to do four years in college means like at no point in your first three years were you projected top ten pick, right? Because if you were, you would have just left. So much money. I mean, unless you just love studying, right? Unless you're a huge fan no. of liberal arts that you're his, his doing first, and shit His on. first two years, I already looked at it. His first two years were not good at all. So he just wasn't good enough. Yeah. He, he wasn't good enough. But, you know, players come out of nowhere. And then, uh, wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be a shame, though? Like, ah, this is besides the point. What, I don't even want to bring that up, man. Wait, say it again? No, sorry. I, I just I'll be we're getting too deep. I don't want to get deep. I was about to say. I was about to say. Yeah, you, this is not like a philosophical podcast, and I'm like that. Um, I'm trying to figure out anything else to talk about because low key. I mean, there's plenty of stuff. It just is it? Not, is not it? Really mad. There's always stuff to talk about. Low, always. It's the NBA, man. Where you been no, at? No, it ain't really much to talk about. You know, it, it's we we finally in the in the dead part of the uh of the uh off season, man. So you know what that means. The summer league. No, that no, 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 no. That no, <laughs> that means we need to hear that top fifty list. That's what we need to hear. That that's you were just setting all this up just to say that, huh? Uh, I that's what you said. That's what the people want. What? Happened? What? I, wait, what did I say? I forgot. Could you remind me? You said one when, when the season when we're finally at a point where it's just dead and there's very little to talk about in the podcast. You are going to give us your top fifty list, or at least your top ten, or whatever, right? I don't remember that. That's weird. You sure I said that? I'm positive you said it. Okay, all right, that's odd. So what's your what's your top ten? I, I feel like I feel like you've had your list for months and haven't said it. So you're you this pressure you're putting on me to come up with my list is uh is a little I'd say hypocritical though, and that's coming from a, a deep spot in my heart. All I know is this, bro. I need to hear that top ten. Yo, the yo, I know this has had nothing to do with anything. You know, the tar- target is selling Xbox Xbox ones for a hundred and this is where we end the podcast. For hundred and thirteen dollars. That's crazy. Okay. There's I I did see the tweet. There's a lot of sales going on. That's a crazy sale. Yo, um, is there anything else though? I mean, I know this is this is no, this is my podcast. Let me close. This it, is man. definitely let a short podcast. Let me, I'm trying to figure out if there's anything yeah. else. Yo, you saw LeBron in his uh, new um, Lakers shorts. No one, no one cares. No one cares about <laughs> yeah. You saw LeBron in his new Lakers. You shorts. saw LeBron in his Lakers shorts, bro. You saw that, bro. 
You saw Jason Tatum say he got he was influenced by the GOAT, Kobe Bryant? Uh-huh. The GOAT, you said. What'd you say? You saw how you saw how Jason Tatum said he was influenced by the GOAT, Kobe Bryant. So Kobe's first on your all time list? Alright, that's interesting. Wow, what a head ass. That's very interesting though. So if we got a little sneak peek of Lowe's list, Kobe's number one. I don't know if I would do that. It's a little uh, edgy of you. You might piss a couple of Michael Jordan and LeBron fans off. This man said that's a I little mean, edgy of you. <laughs> hey, thank you guys for listening to the podcast, man. Drop a five-star rating. Also, if you didn't know, now you know we're on Spotify. So if you hate iTunes, you're like, yes, I was just waiting for the shit to drop on Spotify. There you go. Uh, there's a video game battle royale I dropped called Islands of Nine early access on Steam. I'm hooked on that. So low, man. I'm gonna tell you right now, bro. If you ever get into PC gaming, my guy, it's the wave, bro. I'm being so serious. Get yourself a PC, man. It's worth. I already have a PC. No, you don't. You don't have a gaming PC. How do you know what I have and what I don't have? Because you would have told me. You would have bragged to me about it. You like to brag about all your accomplishments. The PC that I have right now was is a built PC. Did you build it? Yeah. You built it? Yes. What's the graphics card? Huh? You didn't build it, bitch. <laughs> you got someone else to build it. <laughs> what is... I don't know. Wait, said, I'm huh? trying to figure out. What's, what's the graphics what is, card? What is this graphic card? It's not... The graphics card isn't anything that impressive. What? It's, it's not... It's, then it ain't no gaming PC, bro. What do you just say? Not, the most important thing in the PC? Mm, is it not the CPU? Oh my god! Yeah, you built your own PC, totally, dude. I believe you. You're... Did you put Did you put the uh, the liquid cooling on top of the graphics card? Chill out. <laughs> I know you have liquid cooling. It's just, it's just fans, nigga. Oh damn, Jesus! Then you definitely don't have big parts in there because manual fans would not do the trick, bro. No. Wait, what? You don't have no liquid cooling on your processor, bro? No, bro. Yeah, your PC probably gets mad hot. Super duper hot. Mm, no, not really. I don't. I don't. Together. I don't really game on it, so no, it doesn't. All right, whatever you say, man. You edit, so that's it. Still heats up your PC. We'll catch you guys in the next pod. Low. Uh, my highlight player of the podcast is Jameer Nelson. You brought him up low, and I was thinking to myself, man, he's been a seventy overall for like seven years, but he's still getting paid to be on these teams. So go ahead, get the bag, Jameer Nelson. Proud of you. He's been a backup point guard for as long as I can remember. I don't even remember. When he used to be a starter. That's how long he's been a backup for. But he's been getting the bag. And that's what I would do if I was in his situation. So congrats to him. He's been keeping himself relevant and valuable to teams. Who's your player, though? Um, my player is Brandon Ingram. For having, I don't know what type of hairstyle that is. You're like the wettest Jerry Curl I've ever seen in my life. Have you seen it? No, man, I haven't seen it. It is the wettest Jerry Curl I've ever seen in my life. Yo, Brandon Ingram might get traded for real, though. <laughs> like, it's, it's dawning on me. It's not just going to be him, bro. Your, your man's Kuzma. I don't like, know why you keep saying it's not going to be both of them. I don't know why. It's not going to be one of them. It's going to be at least two of the three that you love so much. It might even be all three, by the way. Just saying. No, stop. Um, This man this man got, had the wettest... Um, Jerry Curl I've ever seen in my life. It was so ugly. I don't know what he's doing in his life right now, but he got to cut that out. Um, but yeah, shout out to Bi and shout out to um, shout out to all my people out there in the uh, summer league because I've been watching some summer league, but I wasn't as excited as I was the first week because um, 
Uh, some people have definitely kind of plateaued. And DeAndre Ayton is not, yo, DeAndre Ayton is not, he, he, I, right, but he, I don't, I don't know about DeAndre Ayton. Ah, <laughs> uh, you gonna say, you gonna say that in the summer league already. Bro. I know, I, I know, I know, I know, but like, Ayton is like, Ayton, I, th- I thought, cause I thought Ayton was gonna like come in and just start dominating. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. If you have the hard times, like finding positions from getting positioned from time to time in the summer league, I don't know. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> hey, did you know Channing Fry went to the Cavs for two point four million? Yeah, I saw that. Got yeah. traded to the Lakers, went right back like an ex girlfriend. Crazy. He probably he's already settled. He probably settled down in Cleveland, and they traded him. He probably just went back. Facts. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I don't want to sell my home, man. That's a fact. <laughs> he went right back. His, his kid was like, I don't know if he has a kid or not, but his kid's probably. And, like, and, and, hey, and on top hey. of it, it's probably expensive as hell to live in, um, to live in L.A. And it's not like he's going to be receiving any max deals anytime soon. So, hey, you never know, man. Uh, Chicago Bulls. I heard have an opening at the Power Stop! Four stop! Stop! <laughs> don't disrespect this man. <laughs> All right, man. I'll catch you guys on the next pod. Uh, thank you guys for listening, man. We're out. Peace. Peace. You're corny. You're so corny. I beat you every time, my guy. It's mine. This shit is mine now. <laughs>